0: this is the old trailblazer broadcast this is pastor albert pandorvis the old trailblazer riding out on old dan again this morning friday morning dan come on let's get a getting get through with the services here we'll head on back to the home 20 get you some good fresh oats or hay or whatever we got there in the barn i believe we do some hay and uh old trailblazer we've been at been at it all the week huh old trailblazer and dan been out here all the week going to town Bringing you these studies on the Holy Spirit, and I've enjoyed it. I appreciate it. I hope you appreciated it. I I tell you what, I I believe you do. I believe you do. I wish you'd write me and tell me you do. That'd make my day. If you you just write me, and uh, we used to have a man here, he said, Lord, if you say just one today, I'll be happy. So if you just call me, write me, and tell me you heard the old trailblazer, I'll be happy. We have a lot of listeners out there. But listen. It is constant, it, let's go back to our study now, looking at the Holy Spirit's work in you, in me, in you and me. Now, it is the constant work of the indwelling Holy Spirit to take the things of Christ and reveal them unto the born-again believer. He never, he never lets you be taken up with himself. No, not the Holy Spirit, but he always leads you to be uh, broken up, hooked, uh, taken up with Christ. When you see anybody claiming to be saved who is constantly taken up with the Holy Spirit and is constantly talking about the Holy Spirit and constantly talking about how uh, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost was, was revealed to him after praying through, oh, my friend, but listen, reveals plainly that they have missed the Lord. They have missed the Lord Jesus Christ, and they're not saved. But the individual who is born again, washed in the blood of the Son of God, the Holy Spirit is constantly, daily, taking the Scriptures and revealing Christ. Everywhere you turn in your Bible and read, the Holy Spirit is taking the things of Christ and unveiling the Son of God to you, your heart, believer. And you're you're praising the Lord. You are thanking Him. You are rejoicing in Him. You are taking up with Him because it is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the indwelling or the unveiling, I'm sorry, the unveiling of the Christ to you through the Word. Not a vision, not not a dream, but not a vision certainly. Oh, my friend. I'll just give you this little experience I had here not long ago, two or three years, two years ago, out here somewhere about 40 mile, 20 mile from me, from Walker. A lady was out in her backyard, and she has an old, old, old house and had an old outdoor toilet in the backyard. And I don't know for some reason, or another she was out there, and she looked in there, and it was a the sun was shining through a crack in the old outhouse. And she thought it was a vision of, of Jesus. Oh, she called a newspaper and she called a television station and they flocked out there. Traffic was tied up. But my friend, that wasn't nothing. Soon the sun went down, it disappeared. But she thought it was a vision of the Holy Spirit or Christ. See how f- foolish we are, my friend? I could tell you a lot more about that, but I won't. Listen, who is, let's go back The individual. Who is born again, who is born again, washed in the blood, and uh, is constantly, daily, taking the Scriptures and revealing Christ. The Holy Spirit does that. Everywhere you turn in your Bible and read, the Holy Spirit is taking the things of Christ and unveiling the Son of God to your heart. That's right. That's exactly right. You are rejoicing in Him. You are taken up with Him because the Holy Spirit is unveiling the Christ to you through the word not by a vision not by a dream not by experience but through the word Christ said the words that I speak unto you they are spirit and they are life now let's look at another side of the question here is a great multitude of folks who have steered away or steered clear of any type of emotionalism or ecstatic rapture. They represent the cold, formal, ritualistic element of religion. They go to church, they sing and pray, they take part of all church activities and exercises. Their lives are never affected, no change wrought in them. They have only a mental concept or an intellectual belief in Christ, as you would have Uh, like in George Washington or Abraham Lincoln or Bill Clinton or some of them fellows. They believe Christ died. They believe Christ arose. But the blessings of the atonement have never been made personal to them or applied to their heart. Talk to them about Christ and the blood sacrifice, and they don't know what you're talking about. Christ is not not real to them the Holy Spirit does not indwell them because they have never been saved. They are blinded. And you you begin to talk to them about the Lord and tell them how Christ died for you. Begin to tell how God led, led you through the house of Holy Spirit conviction, broke you down as a poor lost soul, and revealed Christ to you. And uh, as your all-sufficient Lord and Savior. Now, my friend, I know what I'm talking about. This is not a joke. No, they will make fun of you. They will laugh at you. They will hold up, hold you up to ridicule. That's right. They'll hold you up to ridicule. They will say, "Well, he's been saved all the while. He's just an experience with the Lord." No, he's just backslidden and come back to the Lord. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about that word backslidden. You know anybody backslidden? I don't think they have ever saved. Do you? So you see the difference it makes when you have uh, been brought to Christ as a poor, wretched, hell-deserving, poor, lost sinner, washed in the blood, indwelt by the Holy Spirit. The difference is Christ. Christ made real. Christ a living personality. Your one conversation is Christ, and you can't help it. Oh, I love to be here. On our fellowship day, we have twice a year, fall and summer, fall and spring. And we have folks come here, and we have a gracious day or two. And, and we have on Saturday evening, Saturday afternoon, we have a prayer meeting, old-time, old-fashioned prayer meeting where the folks are invited to stand up and talk about how the Lord saved them. And they do that. Some can't hardly talk because they're so emotional, but they're talking about Christ, not not the Holy Spirit. They never mention the Holy Spirit, except it was he who brought them to see themselves as needy creatures. Listen, the individual who has prayed for and sought the Holy Spirit, thinking that was a way of salvation, and received a demon spirit does have a real experience. And he prides himself in the fact that he has something the average, cold, formal church member does not have. Oh, my friend, that which he has received is real. There's no denying it. He lives in the reality of that experience. He says, I have something that is real to me. and You can't disclaim it. That's the other feller doesn't have, my friend. And he's right. But he's missed the Lord. He missed Christ just as definitely as the cold formal church member has, who has only a mental concept or an intellectual faith. In the finality, both are on the road to hell, led by the same spirit, under the same influence of Satan. Oh, my friend, brother, I have analyzed and brought to your attention one of the greatest religious errors in our present-day world. Now, don't get mad with the old trailblazer. If you're going to get angry, get angry with God's Word. You, you listen, you take it up with God's Word. I let me, let me say here, with all the love of my soul, that Christ, crucified, buried, and risen, is a sinner's salvation. The Holy Spirit is not your salvation. No. He's And Christ is made real by the indwelling Holy Spirit who comes in to dwell when God saves a sinner. Poor old sinner comes to know the Lord. The Holy Spirit is there to lead, guide, and direct. This truth is accepted intellectually by all Orthodox Church members. But to accept this truth by mental consent means nothing in this world. If you're saved, born again, washed in the blood... The Holy Spirit indwells you. Christ is made real to you, who loves to talk about him. You are constantly talking about him. He is the pearl of the great price, of great pride. He is your espoused husband. He is your Lord and Savior. He is your righteousness. He is your sanctification. He is your redemption in your wisdom, he is your life. He is your foundation. He is your bread and living bread. He is your water of life and in your strength. In your, is your strength, your deliverer. He is your bright and shining star. He is a king of kings and Lord of Lord. He is your rock, rock of ages, cleft from me. Let me hide myself in thee. He is your shadow of a rock in a weary land. He's the rock that is higher than I. He is the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley. He is your bright, bridegroom, and the Holy Spirit is constantly revealing him to your heart as such a moment by moment. If you're saved, isn't it marvelous to know the Lord, to be taken up with him? Isn't it, my friend? Isn't it gracious for the Holy Spirit to hide himself, as it were, in Christ and reveal the Lord of glory to such a sinner as you and I, isn't it marvelous under the illuminating of the Holy spirit to dwell constantly in his presence. So it is a Holy spirit in us to reveal Christ. Now I'm running out of time. We'll be back Monday with another study, finish up these studies. We have several more and I wish I would hear from you. Come be with us in church tomorrow. If you can, your radio, if you're on Radio Missions Radio, go there to our website, radiomissions.org. You can look up a 100 radio stations, their times and dates and all of those things. And the Radio Missions Radio, you live it 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And then uh, you can look up the old trailblazer and more on, on that too. But I'm happy to be with you. Old Trailblazer is not very smart. I'm not an intellectual by any stretch of the imagination. But I do glean from Pastor Shelton's books, and I'll use a lot of them verbatim. But I don't believe, I don't think you get mad with me about that. No, because I like the truth. Don't you like the truth? I do. I don't like error. I don't like fiction books, but I like truth books. But I do ask you to let me hear from you. Come by the bookstore, if you will. We have a great selection of all kind of Good religious, what we call religious books. Pastor Shelton's writing, Bruce Bonar, Bob Mac Shane's, Purging, all of those. And I can't even name them all. John Gill, Matthew Henry. But if you would come on by and see me, I'd like to sit down with you and drink a piece, drink a cup of coffee, maybe get a pie or king cake or whatever in here where so we can have something to eat and drink. But I, I do love you, and I pray for you, day by day. Pray for. Pray for your family. You pray for mine, will you? I have lost family members, and I would love to know that you're praying for them. Tell me that you're praying for them. And we have several elderly people in the ministry here that's not well. Pray for them. Tell me you pray for them. Will you do that? And then tell me that you uh, enjoy or appreciate these studies on the Holy Spirit. But remember, my mailing address is Radio Missions. Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And if you get mad with me and don't believe nothing, I say, I won't fall out with you. No, sir. But also, remember my telephone number, air code 225 That'll get you to the bookstore, and they'll holler at me if they need me to back in this back room. And uh, I appreciate every one of you helping me with the broadcast. Send me a gracious check if you would, and it won't hurt you, and do you good, too. Goodbye and God bless you. The Old Trailblazer Broadcast is evaluating response from our area. If you want Pastor Pendarvis to remain on the air, email or call the ministry today. Email pastor at radiomissions.org. That's pastor at radiomissions.org. Or call 225-664-8658. 225-664-8658. Let the old Trailblazer broadcast know you want the program to continue airing on this station.